This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The world is a great big Jaffa cake. Some people don't like it, others do. Well, good morning to you. I think today's a good day to talk about intersectionality. What do you think? Because that's an important part of it, isn't it? Uh, I don't know if you saw uh, yesterday and possibly today, I haven't checked, uh, there was a hashtag, the show must be paused. Um, This was in response uh, to George Floyd uh, being murdered by uh, cops in the States. Um, And it was an idea that today... Uh, all music uh, stores, I think several like of the big labels have kind of suspended everything for today um, to try to uh, raise awareness to what's going on. And uh, fleetingly, I, th- I thought about not doing a podcast today. Uh, I thought, well, maybe, well, yes, this is a very good cause and, 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 and perhaps I should pause m- my show. Um, and I haven't. Partly because maybe it's better to talk about it, and partly because um, I didn't—I I don't really feel my my show's worth pausing. Like I feel like I'd be conferring an importance on what I'm doing here that doesn't really exist, um, particularly set against the backdrop of everything that's going on. I—I don't—I don't think I'm going to bring about any change by doing that. Um, and, and also I don't, I don't want to be like those people who kind of appropriate things. Um, you know, it's not really my place to do that. You know, when people, when Prince died and people like, no, because actually when Prince died, like it affected me personally on, on a really deep level because his music actually meant more to me than you could ever imagine. Like Prince honestly has been my inspiration as an estate agent in St. Albans. Like we just had a connection. I feel like I'd be doing that a little bit. Um, with what's happening in America now, there are two aspects to it. There's the change that you want to affect and that needs to be affected, and there's the anger. Uh, and people decrying the rioters and the looters, um, saying, this is, this is not the way. That, that's, that's all well and good, but what are you doing to deal with the anger? How are you proposing to, to deal with that? Because the system caused that anger, and... People need to do something with that anger. Uh, writing a letter to your senator is not going to dissipate the adrenaline. I, I don't know what you do with people's anger, but I think you do have to let them have it and you have to acknowledge it. And then there's the change that you want to affect. And it's it's no good 
me, someone like me, saying, sure, well, what we really need is equality and fairness, okay? Um, sure, I tell you what, I've had a think about it, and I think that after 500 years of oppression, maybe you can have an equal share now. Does that sound good? Okay. Oh, cool, let's hold hands. What are black people supposed to do with 500 years of injustice? Shrug it off? Um, to get a little intersectional on you, uh, Jill Soloway talks about how hard it is to deal with a power imbalance and, and how it makes you feel and how you redress that imbalance. This is her talking about how cinema and its entire aesthetic has, for its entire history as an art form, been almost the sole preserve of men. I started doing the math in my head and started feeling like if we're actually going to really get to gender parity, not parody, <laughs> parity, um, not only would women have to really just be making all the time and get their stuff funded all the time, but also cis males would have to stop. <laughs> and that's what I said at Northwestern. It didn't go over well. <laughs> I was like, cis men, where are you? Are you guys filmmakers? Okay, can you do me a favor? Can you just stop <laughs> making things? Please, just step off. Just step the back with your protagonism for, I don't know, a hundred years. Give us a break. I have laughter here, thank you. There are some females in the audience. It did not go well with these young cis males who had just gotten to Northwestern and were so excited to make their first films. Here came Jill Soloway saying, please don't, actually. Um, and, and another problem with this asking cis males to stop, uh, you know, then you have to come up with, well, what are they going to do? And I know that if they were like, fine, we'll just go sunbathe in Central Park. And if I like went to Central Park and saw all the cis males sunbathing, I'd be like, that is not fair. <laughs> this did not turn out right for us. <laughs> so that's gonna take some thinking also, what we want the cis males to do while we're asking them to stop. This whole talk by Jill Soloway, by the way, is one of the greatest things I've ever seen, if not the greatest. Uh, have a look. It's on YouTube. Uh, Jill Soloway, Solo Way, uh, on the female gaze. That's G-A-Z-E. Uh, I try to let it inform everything I do. That sounds really boasty, but, uh, but I genuinely, with, with a sort of a, a goodwill, do. Um, in her talk, she articulates the frustration and the rage and the grief of dealing with chauvinism. And I'm ashamed of how much it opened my eyes for all that I secretly like to flatter myself that I'm an empath. Uh, she talks about how language was created by men in order to control women and deny them power because the language is so male that women can't articulate what they mean. And there was a bit in it where she talks about um, how to film and moving, like, I can't, through your bodies and stuff. And I, I watched it with Kim, my partner, and I, I honestly didn't understand what she meant. And I said to Kim, does this make sense to you? And she was like, yeah, absolutely. I was like, wow. I know so little. Uh, and there was such a telling moment at the end, like indicative of the whole problem, when this absolute legend of a man asks this question at the end. I just want to ask you, I might be misunderstanding, but my, what I think I hear you saying, the definition of a cis male is those of us born with a penis, 
who identify as, as male. male. Yes. Um, I'm wondering whether how you would feel about differentiating um, those of us who get it and those of us who are. I know. <laughs> yes. It's so necessary. No, 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 no. No. You see, you see, you burk. You have not heard a word she said. The fact that you think you get it after everything she said means you don't get it. Your whole focus of your life now is to devote the rest of your life trying to get it and you, accepting that you will never get it, but trying with as open a heart as you can to get it. There are some difficult truths to confront. One of them is that the truth is everybody has their cause celebre. Everyone has their little pet thing that that speaking of pets right chris packham uh he once got a lot of criticism because uh he wasn't necessarily happy with the panda as the symbol of the wwf um mainly because i, th I think wwf is a wrestling thing and you shouldn't really glorify someone having two black eyes but, but his point was that there were lots of invertebrates about which we appear to give not a tinker's cuss um because they're not cute like like pandas and that's the problem with, with any movement is that uh, you sort of set it up and you say, right, right, here's the core principle. And everyone goes, yeah, but. <laughs> and if the World Wildlife Fund can't do it, then what hope is there for a more politicised cause? When someone says something that should just stand without opposition, something like Black Lives Matter, there'll be some utter legend standing next to it saying, yeah, but white lives matter too. And actually, if you actually just shut up, <laughs> yeah, what about fathers for just right? What about okay? I have a friend who, frankly, I think has had quite a foul weekend. Um, who posted on social media about a book that I really want to read. It's called The Sexual Politics of Meat. Um, it's an old book, it's 30 years old, but it explores the ideas of uh, who pays for meat and dairy production and looks at how the whole system is part of a page. Oh, and here's me, mansplaining a book to you that I've never read about the oppression of women. You're welcome. Many thanks. It's a great feeling. Uh, anyway, <laughs> my friend posted about it. And then got deluged with abuse online saying, how can you talk about this at a time when George Floyd has been murdered and, 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 and. And she fell on her sword and she posted very bravely uh, and with contrition that she would work to do more to understand uh, and accepted that she was unwittingly complicit in the race problem. And I think that... She probably took the right line against a very angry mob who wanted a full and frank confession, uh, uh, kind of like a witch hunt. But I don't think, really, that she's part of the problem. And I'll come on to why in a minute. I once had a conversation with a comedian who is a very vocal champion of uh, women's rights and the working class. And we were talking about all of that. And I asked her if she was an intersectional feminist, i.e. someone who applies the principles of feminism. Well, really, principle, that of equality, across other issues like race, sexuality, ability, etc. Yes, of course she did. Of course she did. I gently ventured the thought 
that there is a school of thought that says if you are truly an intersectional feminist, then you should think about veganism. Because if ever there was an industry that oppresses and exploits the female body, it's meat and dairy. And she turned to look at me with utter contempt and said, what, I have to care about cows now? And the short answer is yes. Yes, you do. Just as I, as a passionate vegan, have to care passionately about what's happening to black people and do. How much is your compassion driven by your identification with the victims that you're championing? I mean, that comedian was a former working class woman. Um, is there a limit to your compassion? Is that why you aren't prepared to extend it to cows? Or is it just that you really, really like eating them and to hell with their wretched lives? I don't know. I heard something once about having a second child. Someone asked the question, and I think it was a, a good one, saying, well, I don't know what to do. You know, if all my love is being poured into my first child right now, how do I deal with a second child when they come along? How, do, how will I have enough love? And the answer someone gave was brilliant. It was so simple. They said, it's like you just make a new folder in your head. Just open up a new equal space. We don't generally consider that there's a limit to our love. So why should there be one to compassion? Coming back to the issue of the day, I am unquestionably guilty of not committing enough thought to the cause of Black Lives Mattering. And that doesn't mean I'm not completely behind it as a movement. It does mean I should learn more and listen more and try to empathise more. Should I feel guilty about having veganism as my cause celeb? And it's hard, but I, I, don't, I don't think I should feel guilty. It's important that there are cause celeb because if there weren't, if there wasn't that diversity and specialism of it, there wouldn't be any donkey sanctuaries or women's shelters or immigration lawyers or disability access campaigners. Everyone can't do everything and the infinite variety of human beings is part of the joy of us. It does come down to how much deep down you can commit to equality. I hope I can be honest enough to say that the truth, however unpalatable, is that there's a cutoff point to my commitment to equality. And it comes down to if I had to choose between using a medicine made out of sheep or my child's suffering harm, I would take the medicine for my child. Does that make me a hypocrite? No, I don't think it does. I think it it means that ultimately I have a very human final cutoff to how far I can extend my principle of equality. Some people's principle doesn't get as far as the sandwich they have for lunch. Some people decide not to pay women as much. You know, I, I live in a world where there are all kinds of norms that repulse me. And I generally try to work with that with good grace and gently encourage people to see things from my point of view. So the question is, 
with entrenched cultural racism in America and here with gender pay gaps, with 34 chickens a second being destroyed in the UK alone. There's 34. There's another 34. Is there a unifying principle that makes sense? If deep down we we don't, if we're to confront the ugliness of the ego, feel equal, by what motto can we live our lives? I don't think be kind cuts it. It's, it's a well-meant but bland epithet, and it's kind of like saying be nice. And people misinterpret that as being bring cupcakes to the baby shower and be a bit passive aggressive about everyone taking one and praising you. It's like when you meet people and they say, hello, lovely. What they're saying is now we're all going to be nice here and nobody's going to say anything about me that isn't lovely and nice. What can we say? I think there's a really old oldie but a goodie. Um, The Hippocratic Oath. Um, first do no harm. Uh, you can apply that to everything, uh, from the big obvious stuff to the media you endorse by consuming it, to the injustices you bear silent witness to, to the products you buy and what they contain and who manufactured them. The truth is that that principle, first do no harm, or here's another one, do as you would be done by. Those principles are a luxury that only so many of us have. But they're ideals worth striving towards. Hi. Uh, I feel somewhat out on a limb here. Uh, I hope what I've said gets received in the spirit in which it's intended. Um, I'm not necessarily equating the importance of every cause. But I am saying that the principle that underpins them all is the same. So anyone committed to any one of these causes should respect the intention of anyone else committed to one of the others. Because that impulse to do that, to make that change, came from the same place as your impulse for your cause. And with time and goodwill, we'll all readily pull together with each other because there is no limit to compassion. I'm going to stop there. We'll do some jokes tomorrow. Bye. This has been a Swanburst Media production. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.